Hey everybody, this is Dave Hodges. I'm the host of The Common Sense Show, and we are the show that is freeing America one enslaved mind at a time. We are so glad to be with you. We've got a very informative segment. I'd like to say it's terrific, but what we're going to talk about is not fun, but it is something that you need to know about. We're going to be talking about how to prepare for weaponized immigration, the bioterrorism that's purposely being let into this country and being disseminated around the country. And Bob Griswold is going to be my guest, and he's from Ready-Made Resources, and he is one of the sponsors of this particular segment. What's Ready-Made Resources? Oh, I'm so glad you asked. They're the group that will not only meet your needs for prepping, they'll tell you how to do it, and they won't charge you for advice, and most do. Bob Griswold, the best in the business, the best equipment. He finances the high-end stuff. And his stuff is as good as it gets, whether it's water filtration, hazmat suits, uh, you name it, he has it. And I'll tell you, again, he finances at a reasonable rate the high-end stuff. So we'll be talking more about his products as we go through this particular segment. also need to mention, too, that you got to have food. And I keep pushing this because I'm telling you, don't come knock on my door because I don't have enough for the whole neighborhood. You need to be prepped. DHS and FEMA says you need to have six months. We can get it for you at 40% off. Restaurant quality. Go to preparewithdave.com. Those are the groups that are bringing the first part of this segment with Robert Griswold to you. And this is such an important topic. I'm going to give you a moment to compose, get a piece of paper, and something to take notes on. Because what we're about to talk about is unfolding as a reality in America right now as we speak. And you need to take positive steps to be prepared for the threat that's being unleashed on America. Mr. Griswold, we're so glad you could join us, Bob. Thank you so much for being with us and shedding light on this most important topic. Uh, David, you know, it's always glad. I'm always happy to be here. I mean, uh, I just get such a good response from people, not only just the information given out, but just uh, just talking to them and seeing what each person is feeling and maybe they've received what they're feeling from God or what's going on in their mind of what's ahead. And, you know, it's, it's amazing. It's, it's, a, it's a, like one voice is speaking to so many people telling them of what's going on. You know, Dave, the other day I was contemplating America and, and the situation we're in. And the only thing I can describe it like is a parabolic arch. Um, and anybody knows what a parabolic arch is, it basically is an arch that goes up and comes back down. And, you know, if you were liken that to America and the moral depravity that we're going through right now, you know, when, when moral depravity first starts in a nation, you have that straight, hard curve up. It takes a lot of initiative from those people who want to break a society down to get little gain. I mean, to, maybe to, to, to the abortion issue. It took them a long time to get that. Um, you know, and then the homosexual marriage came, and you look after that, and all these different things. We're reaching the top of that crest, just like maybe in a a roller coaster when you're at the top of that roller coaster and you're at, you're at that state to where um, you know it's just sitting there hanging but you know gravity is going to pull it down really fast very quickly and that's what's happened and that's what's going to happen to America you know it, it's it we we've reached that point where we are just seeing things i mean just our our moral senses and our physical senses are being assaulted every single day with just things that are so evil so absurd that it's hard to catch it in and we are just about ready to crest that circle and i mean dave hold on because when when it falls it's going to fall quickly and when it does 
um, you know, preps will be, you won't be able to prep it, it, because everything will be gone. People are going to realize, yeah, it'll be too late. They, they, they will realize. So just imagine going up that hill, the, the forces of wickedness, the liberals, the, these people, these Marxists that have tried to destroy America by, by eroding our religious faith, by eroding our families, by eroding our moral values. They, it, it first, it took a lot of energy to gain a little bit, but now, I mean, everything goes. They just, whatever they push, people accept. And you know, the big push right now to pedophilia, it, it'll, it'll happen before people can imagine that it's happened, that pedophilia will be normalized in America. Uh, it's already a huge underground uh, economy in this country of selling uh, children on the black market for, for deviance needs. Um, and, and yet they're pushing to normalize it so that it just becomes everyday thing that children are sexually exploited like everybody else is sexually exploited. We are headed there, but we, you know, I know Steve's talked about it. It goes down even to worse things than that. Human sacrifice, cannibalism. And it, we, we, those things right now, we think about it and we go, gosh, that, that could never happen. But you look at what's gone on and how quick depravity has circled uh, everything that we take for normal. In fact, if you hold what has been traditionally normal, you are looked at like an outcast, an oddball, you're ridiculed, mocked, and that's what's coming more and more. We can see the persecution on the horizon. It's here. And so I, I tell people, Dave, all the time, prayerfully consider what you are to do. I mean, obviously, we need to make sure that we are in the center of God's will. And then once we've gotten in the center of God's will, listen to what he says if we need to be doing something. He might have us build a large ark, a small ark, or some ark. But we, I, I, I don't see him telling us really to do nothing. You know, you, you mentioned that don't come to my house when, the, when, the, when, you, when you're in need. And people say, well, that's not very Christian. But, you know, you think of the parable of the ten virgins. Five were wise, five were foolish. The, the wise virgins stored extra oil. The foolish virgins didn't store enough. And when the, when the Lord came back, the foolish virgins said, give us some of yours. And they said, we don't have enough. We're not going to give you any of ours. Go and get your own. And, and so you don't want to find yourself in that position spiritually of being a foolish virgin or, or even practically, physically being in that foolish position to where... You know, all of a sudden, you know, children, I'm hungry, I'm this, I'm that, and you haven't done what is necessary. What history dictates and what our faith dictates. We have two witnesses, Dave. One is history. We have the witness of history, and it is clear. They say history doesn't repeat itself, but it sure does rhyme. Well, that is absolutely the case. We are watching it rhyme right now. The latest thing we saw, what happened in the Soviet Union is happening here. Dave, did you catch the thing that we're, we have spent more money this year at this point in history than we ever have? I mean, the debt is just spiraling out of control we spend and you know we spend and what do we achieve for it what do we get for it well we get more we get more debt but you're absolutely correct you're looking at uh the people not prepping and i hear excuse after excuse i don't have any money well okay then buy an extra can every time you go to the store 
Okay. I, I can help people with that. So many things. You can do couponing, Dave. I mean, uh-huh. there, there are uh-huh. so many ways to get food and extra stuff in your house without. I mean, you, you can go to uh, garage sales. You can coupon. There's ways to put food in your house. A bag of rice does not cost that much money extra to do it. Um, if you have cable TV, you know, if you have maybe some vices, smoking or drinking or whatever, I mean, uh, you know, things of that nature that you can cut out of your, your, your budget. You have to really, at this point in history, because again, just keep that, that pictorial representation in your mind of the roller coaster cresting the hill, and then it just speeds down to the bottom. And you know, at the bottom of this roller coaster, Dave, there is not an upturn or a sharp curve. There's dirt. We hit dirt. It hit a wall. And it, that, that's what's going to happen in this country. And when it, when it gets to that point, um, people are going to go in such a desperate mode that they have no clue. We've never faced it in this country. And, 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 you know, the closest thing we had was a civil war. We've not faced it. But as sure as God is on his throne, he's not going to let us get away with what we've done. The destruction of the children, the destruction of marriage, the destruction of his law, just every mockery, everything we can do to stick our finger in his face, in his eye, we were doing it. And... Um, you know, we've just seen every institution in America break down. Our food isn't our food. Our medicine isn't medicine. Our education isn't education. Um, and so we are not going to get out of this without issues. And, and Dave, you're, you're just so right. I mean, we've read that quote out of uh, A Savage Continent so many times on this thing. It, I'm not going to repeat it. But again, what happened in Italy and Germany when people ran out of food? I mean, they were selling their children to get food. Yeah, now, and they're going like, to do it again. They're going to do it again. again. Absolutely. Um, let, let me and they'll, they'll give them up for, for good. I mean, you, you just look today. We are living in a police state. We're living in a state that has so many contradictory laws. The scientific method in our country has been abandoned. Drugs abound. I mean, everywhere. Drugs abound. We are the largest consumers of opiates and benzodiazepines, mind-altering drugs. The schools have completely dumbed people down. I was watching an education thing the other day, and we no longer teach phonics. We teach picture representation of words. And the guy was explaining the brain damage that does to children because you, you, it's just the way your right and left hemisphere brain works. It, it, common core education. So education is being destroyed. We send our kids off to college, and they come back as these absolute despicable, flaming liberals that just think every every moral depravity is a virtue. Our families have been broken. You know, what is it? One, and I don't, I don't, I'm not seeking to condemn any individual person right now, Dave, because I am a sinner. I'm a class one sinner saved by grace. As they say, the only thing I contribute to my salvation is a sin that makes it necessary. That's what Jonathan Edwards said, and I, I, I'm in that boat. So don't take this as I'm being righteous and you're being, you know, I'm, I'm coming down on you. I need the grace just like you do, but I'm just recognizing what's happened in our society. Our culture has been destroyed. Lawlessness abounds. I mean, absolute lawlessness. And then, like I said, we are at catastrophic levels of debt. Personal and public debt is at catastrophic levels. And we're going to get into this. You know, our, our country is being flooded with waves of criminal illiterates that just, I mean, I mean, if you bring enough Congolese to our country and you 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 make it more of that than what it is, what it was founded on, you end up with what you're, the people that come here. That's what the country you get. And this is being done because they want to destroy. They, the, the liberals, the Marxists, know they cannot get the, the John Q. public to vote for them anymore. So they're having to bring in every despicable thing on the planet just so they can get the votes so they can somehow get elected. And I'm telling you, we are going to see cheating on a, a, an epic level. 
um, in this next election. Uh, I, I don't know what this next election brings, but I'm telling you, it is not going to be pretty, especially if Donald Trump loses the popular vote but wins the Electoral College. If that happens, Katie, bar the door, because we are going to see a move. If you think the last time when he won was bad, wait wait till this time. The lawlessness that will come out. And then, again, as we want to talk tonight um, on diseases that were once eradicated coming back to this country. You know, Dr. Drew, um, you know, Dr. Drew, everybody knows him, has now come out and said that there's a good chance this summer that plague will make an outbreak in Los Angeles. Plague. Now, Dave, let me ask you a question. You have all these people in Los Angeles, and plague breaks out in a very significant manner. I mean, again, it's very hard to control it because of the fleas carry it, and the rats are just going crazy in there and in numerous other cities. We have these rats just proliferating. There's actually, I just saw a rat bar where they actually let the rats run free in the bar. Um, in, in, in uh, I think it was Los Angeles or San Francisco, one of them. But you, you can look it up and find out what it is. I mean, when that disease breaks out in one of those cities, and you have people that are catching the plague and it's, untre- it's untreatable or it can't be treated, those people are going to flee. Good people are going to flee. They, they don't know they're contagious. They're going to flee and leave, and they're going to carry that with them. It's going to get on an airplane. It's going to get on a car, a train, a bus, whatever, and that it, it's just going to spread. Now, is it going to be this time that it happens? Possibly. Yeah, I think, I think, I think the probability happen. is really, yeah. really high. I agree with you. And, but uh, if it doesn't, it, the, the dam is breaking. It is breaking, and 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 it, it's just a matter of before you add up all those things we just talked about—a complete a society that has been completely broken. I mean, Dave, there's a scripture in Haggai. It says we spent much, but we, we don't have anything to show for it. We, we, we save money and put it in pockets with holes in them. The Lord says to consider your ways. I mean, we spend gobs of money, personally and privately, on just stuff we don't need. And the stuff we do need, we don't buy. I mean, we have just so much stuff. And we think somehow that's going to satisfy us, but the real need is going unrecognized, and our society has rotted out. You know, Dave, a lot of times when you have a catastrophic collapse of a building, you you don't know it. It looks normal. The building looks normal, and all of a sudden, boom, it falls down because it's been years of neglect of the infrastructure. Of, of the building, and all of a sudden something happens—a wind load or an extra load's put on it, whatever it is—a jostle of some sort, a light earthquake, and the whole thing comes falling down. Well, the, the our country right now has been gutted. I mean, if anybody can point to virtue that any virtues that would hold our country up at this point, our religious institutions are corrupt. I mean, I just noticed the Southern Baptists are turning more and more Marxist, more social justice warrior, one of the bulk works of conservative Christianity in America. The, the, the Southern Baptist Convention is now falling into suit. I mean, we, you, I know I read your article the other day about um, the clergy response team. Right. I mean, it's 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 all in place, and and you know, so many times when things are happening, people think it's normalcy bias, Dave. It's just it it, it, it hasn't happened. I've been around. Where is it? I mean, to prove it. I mean, all the things we hear, fear porn, but the the mind that has wisdom, the mind that that is educated in history and in biblical theology, true biblical theology, knows where we're at. I mean, they know where we're at. I mean, and the infrastructure has been completely gutted. And when it falls, I think it is going to stun even me, even you. And we're expecting it. 
um, it's going to stun us. I was listening to, to, to Mike Adams on your program the other day, and he was basically saying the same things, that, you know, when this thing collapses, it's going to happen with such force. I mean, and we, we've talked, he talked about it, and I've talked about it. People at that point just start destroying infrastructure. I mean, power stations, water stations, just because they can't afford it or something's happened to them. And so the, the our, 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 you know, our all the infrastructure of America is so vulnerable. I mean, we look at it, we would talk about the medical thing. Our, our, our um, medical industry right now is being overwhelmed. Diseases that were once eradicated in this country are now coming back with a fury. I mean, it's just, it's happening right before our eyes. And we just, we just continue to ignore it and ignore it and ignore it. And what happens is the, the infrastructure, medical infrastructure of America cannot handle it. We are a wealthy nation, or we're wealthy because of our debt, but we have a medical industry that is going to be overwhelmed by it. I mean, uh, you know, the hospitals won't be able to handle a massive outbreak of plague. And that's one of the diseases that's making a comeback. Uh, we see all the, 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 in, the, the diseases that we had when we were growing up, mumps and measles, um, tuberculosis. Uh, you know, I expect polio to come back. And then, you know, the America's enemies bringing in um, diseases into this country, uh, typhus. Uh, we right now with all these Congolese coming into the country, and I was reading an article. They're basically coming in unchecked, um, so that they're just coming here. And and the, the Congo right now has a has a very bad and virulent strain of uh, Ebola outbreak, and I just noticed it passed over into Uganda. So we we're bringing these people in. They're coming across the southern border. First of all, how are they? How are how are people from Congo getting into the you know Central America to come north? I mean, that begs the question. For one thing, um, how are they getting there to come north into our country? But they're being led into this country. They're being dispersed around the country. And then when when one of these things happens, people need to be, understand what to do when you have a virulent outbreak of a deadly contagion. Well, let's start. What what should people be looking at right now, knowing this could happen at any moment with what's happening? Let, let me back up. I, I want to set the stage and have it be a little more accurate. Um, I'm in contact with people at the border, and what they tell me, it's hopeless, it's been lost, and they have told me stories about Congolese they have apprehended who are positive for Ebola, and then they end up missing I mean, the the conclusion is they're deliberately being released by somebody into the population. Of course they are. So, Bob, what's one to do? Okay, we, you know, we have to understand this is an enemy that we will fight that we cannot see. The the testing equipment for these types of diseases is very expensive and out of the reach of all but you know rich governments and um, and you know organizations. So you're not going to have a standard method to test, and so we'll, you have to start putting security protocols into effect and learning these protocols now so that when it happens, you're already doing them. It's a case of muscle memory at that point. You know, it, it's in martial arts. If I punch a bag a certain way, you know, a thousand times, when it, when I'm in a fight, it, it's, not, it's not even a thought how to punch because I punch that bag a thousand times, I just know what to do, you know. And so right now we need to start thinking about what we're going to do. And I would recommend every family loading up on ammonium chloride. Ammonium chloride is a hospital grade. You can get it anywhere. Right now you buy it by the gallon, generally a gallon dissolved into about 33 gallons of solution. And ammonium chloride is probably the most effective disinfectant you can get your hands on. Like I said, it's used in the hospitals. Uh, 
Um, you can get it Amazon. We carry it. I mean, it's, it's just you can get it anywhere. You can get ammonium chloride wipes. You can get them. So when you go, you know, some of the most dirty things that we go to touch, uh, shopping carts. I mean, they have children in them babies and babies sometimes you know reach places that aren't very clean and then touch the handle and you know the mothers pick them up and there's diseases all over those things i mean door handles i mean we need to start realizing that if you are engaged in touching things like that especially if an outbreak starts to happen then you really need to put it in high gear you have to realize don't touch my face and that's a very difficult thing not to do unless I've disinfected my pants do not touch my face um because that's how it will be. It'll be a very, very vicious enemy we're fighting because you will not see it. But you can't afford one person in, in the family to get sick because if one gets sick, the odds are that the whole family is going to get sick. And if it's a virulent, deadly disease or, or something that's going to be very uh, long-term in, in treatment, uh, you, you don't want anybody in your family to get that. So it takes a, a real conscious protocol on people's part to make sure this does not happen. And somebody might ask me, I'm not a medical doctor. But I have been through several courses on this, and this is the things that I've learned of what to do. And it, so this is basically a amateur's explanation, but, by, by, but given to me by professionals of what to do when this happens. And I'm saying when it happens because, uh, you know, I just I know history. I know what God's word says, and I know some of his judgments, and I know what the judgments have been through history, and disease is always one of them. So learning to, to break the vector of transmission is crucial uh, of what to do. I mean, your mail. I mean, it goes through the post office. Mail will be a huge way that disease is transmitted. And so if you want to get your mail, if, if, it is, if it's even delivered, they might put a moratorium on it because that would be one of the ways they would stop the transmission of disease. Same thing with travel. They would restrict travel. Gee, Dave, does this sound like scenarios we've talked about in the past? Um, restrict travel, uh, restrict air flight, um, keep people local so it can't spread. I mean, the common sense says you have to do these things, but what did Rahm Emanuel say? Never let a good crisis go to waste. And so even though it's, that's a good way to prevent the, 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 the transmission of disease, you, you, you think the, our leaders would be very uh, benevolent thinking on this, or do you think they'd have been nefarious purposes for keeping people from traveling and keeping you the said it together? Never let a good crisis go to waste, and you're right, and this is yeah. being calculated right now. Hey, look, they're not counting on the fact that people like you are going to go on talk shows and say, okay, here are the bio threats, here's how you need to respond. They're not counting on this kind of broadcast. Well, again, um, it's it's what people need to hear. You need to realize that you will be the front line in this disease. You will be the front line in your family. Can you send your children to school? No. Homeschool. You have to homeschool them. And because if you send them to school, I mean, you don't know what you're getting, a mixed bag anymore. I mean, with some schools have immigrants from, you know, gazillion different countries there. So you don't know what epidemic or disease has been brought into that school zone. And when one kid gets it, I mean, it's happened here in our, in our little Madisonville, Tennessee. Flu breaks out. They close school because it's just it's, teachers are sick. Everybody's sick. Nobody, wants, nobody can go to school. And that's just the flu. I mean, it happened last year. I've had a, a fairly good outbreak of flu. And imagine if it was Ebola. Imagine if it was some other deadly disease. And, you know, you, instead of bringing home a flu and everybody in the family gets sick and feels miserable for two weeks, everybody in the family's dead in two weeks. 
And that's the diseases that are being brought into this country right now. Through nefarious purposes, I do believe there's enemy agents bringing the diseases in as a act of um, you know, uh, warfare against our nation, just like the Chinese are bringing in all their fentanyl as an act of war. The, these diseases are being brought in to our country as an act of war, and then they're just stupidity at the border. I mean, you know, our, our leaders, I mean, I, let me back up with that. I don't think it's stupidity. Our leaders know that these diseases are coming into the country. So, you know, people say, how stupid can people be? Well, they're not stupid. They know what they're doing. They need, in order to implement, Dave, the one world government, in order to get their global thing, they have to destroy nationalistic America. They have to bring it down. They have to end it. So the, you can see, those I mentioned earlier, that multifaceted where economy, our morals, everything are being absolutely catastrophically, have been catastrophically destroyed. And disease could be the, the, the absolute, you know, last straw that brings the whole house of cards down. So, um, again, going back to the, the thing, uh, a protective mask. You know, worst case, because even if if you tried to contain people that are sick um, from leaving, I, I can promise you one thing, dispersal agents will be used. CS gas, pepper spray, things of that nature. They will be used because people will get violent and turn rowdy. Um, and, you know, when people realize, I mean, what was that movie with Dustin Hoffman a while ago, uh, about 20 years ago, I guess. But um, uh, it was it was of an outbreak of a deadly form of Ebola. Ebola had gone airborne in this town and they had to use the military to keep them quarantined and how just they couldn't do it because people got violent they tried to get get out of the city or the town um outbreak that was it dustin hoffman outbreak um and you just watch that movie that that movie is going to be current event um, I don't think the Ebola is going to spread that way, but I will tell you this. I, I, yeah, the Ebola is generally not I did research air. back in 2014, 2015, and I did discover that there were 50 studies that said Ebola could be or was airborne. The, the, the evidence is pretty strong. And then, Bob, here's an ulterior motive. This tells you why it's going to happen. The CDC owns a patent on Ebola, both for diagnosis and for treatment. So they have a financial incentive to see it set loose in this country. And again, you know, one thing about uh, one thing about a disease like that, it's like the dogs of war. When you let them out, you don't know how it's going to end. The first casualty of a war is the plan itself. I mean, that's what they've said. So when you let a disease like that go, it might not be airborne. But could it turn airborne? The experts say yes, it could go airborne. But there's many diseases that don't need to be airborne. I mean, smallpox could be reintroduced. I mean, you know, during the height of the Soviet Union, the, there's a book by Judith Miller called germs. The Soviets, in violation of the treaty, were cooking just tons of smallpox. And they had actually turned it in what was called blackpox, which is a very, I think smallpox has a 40% fatality rate. They had turned it into like a 95% mortality rate because they had turned it into a hemorrhagic form of smallpox where you bleed out. Um, if you Another good book to read, that book by Judith Miller, Germs. It's an older book, but it's still very current. And read what we read what would happen. Um, there's mad cow diseases, these zombie diseases that will eat people's minds away. And, you know, we I, not that I think the dead are going to be reanimated, but it, what it will do is it will take people that are still alive and it, their, their mind will be destroyed in such a way that um, they will lose all ability of human rationale and human compassion. And they'll just become basically like brute beast instinctive animals. 
I mean, all these things are on the table. We, we, we can do it all. It's all there, and it's been done. So, um, you know, as, as our, the enemies of the United States seek to bring down this country, I, I, I would expect all these types of diseases to come on you. And that's what it says in Deuteronomy 28. All these diseases, it basically says, verbiage, all these diseases will come upon you. So, again, we go back to uh, just regular secular history, we go back to biblical history, and we look how God judges the nation, and this is what happens. Do you share so again, going- my concern that these people from Africa magically show up at our border? They, they didn't <laughs> tread water across no. the Atlantic and then run a marathon to get to the border. They had to be dropped off there. Absolutely. I mean, again, you know, whether it's the Chinese, whether it's the Russians, whether it's George Soros, whoever it is, it doesn't matter. I mean, if I have a gun and I shoot you, it doesn't matter if it's your best friend or your worst enemy. You, you got shot. You're, you're, you know, you're bleeding. So it, it doesn't matter who's doing it. It's one thing for sure. They didn't hop on the backs of whales and have them swim over here. They were brought over here. That's more believable and, than what we're being told. Bob, we yeah, need to hold it there course. just for a second here because we need to go to our bottom of the hour break. And I just wanted to mention we're speaking with Robert Griswold of ReadyMadeResources.com. And for all your prepping needs, go to ReadyMadeResources.com. You'll see the number on screen. But I want you to see all the products that are there. Fantastic displays. And you get free consultation, which doesn't happen anywhere else that I know of. And we're also brought to you by Health Masters. And find out why Dave Hodges uses Health Masters rather than go to his own doctor. And that's because Health Masters has kept me off the operating table at least three times. Healthmasters.com with the coupon code CODE5. That's code 5 at healthmasters.com. Well, we're speaking with Bob Griswold, as I said, and we're going to get into a little bit about uh, what we can do preparation wise here. We've identified the problem. We've got unauthorized people from Africa, from Ebola ridden countries that are being let loose in our country. They're being bused to the interior. So, Bob, what can the rest of us do to begin to prepare for this and protect ourselves? Well, like I've, I've stated, first of all, we have to learn how disease is transmitted. There, there's there's a, there, there's in, there's a, a abundance of information, but basic common sense rules the day. If you touch something that has not been sterilized during a, 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 an outbreak, consider your hand contaminated. If it's contaminated and you touch your face with it, I mean, your eyes, your nose, your mouth, even your ears to some extent, you can then transmit that disease into a moist area where the disease can get into your body, have entrance into your body, and then it do its deadly damage. I want to read a comment by Dr. Drew, and this is in an article when he was being interviewed by Laura Ingram from Fox News. It says, we have a complete breakdown of the basic needs of civilization in Los Angeles right now. Let that sink in. We have a complete complete breakdown of the basic needs of a civilization in Los Angeles right now. We have three prongs of airborne disease. Tuberculosis is exploding. Rodent-borne, one of the, well, we're on one of the major cities in the country that does not have a rodent control program. And sanitation has broke down. We all know what people do in the streets, needles and, and crapping in the streets. We have a tuberculosis tuberculosis outbreak um, you know it, it's and then they said and I'm, I'm, I'm hearing from experts that the bubonic plague is likely it's already here it will get into the, the rats and then it'll um, it'll have an oral fecal route of contamination uh, also typhus he says so I mean that's not me that's not some you know fear porn monger that's Dr. Drew I mean, we could ignore it. He, he goes, this is unbelievable. I can't believe I live in a city 
And it's not a third world city, but it is a third world city. He says, this is medieval. He's right. So, I mean, it is it is third world in all effect. Okay, so the agents are loose. We know the contamination period for Ebola is anywhere between three days and about 12 days. I mean, it varies. So what can people do right now? Keep clean hands. Wash your hands constantly. But what else? Okay, learn the protocols. If, if you, you know, I, I think personally the mail would stop. But if if you get to get mail, if you get to have papers, if you get to do anything like, like that nature, you have to, uh, you have to, uh, you, you know, you're going to have to sterilize that. Uh, I've read several doctors recommend putting mail, don't catch it on fire, in a microwave, and nuke it, um, and that should kill uh, the viruses or, or bacteria. You know, you have to find out in a minute or so how long it is before it catches fire. But um, to, to, to nuke it, get your ammonium chloride now. It will disappear. It will be gone. Uh, you. Can like I said, one gallon of ammonium chloride, um, I would get several, um, you know, makes about 33 gallons of solution. Ammonium chloride is a hospital-grade disinfectant. Bleach takes a lot longer to kill certain things. and In fact, certain things aren't killed very effectively by bleach, but ammonium chloride does kill every known pathogen that, that we know right now. So um, I, would, I would stock up on that. I would also consider getting protective masks. I mean, if it's just a light outbreak, maybe the, the N100s, which is a better than the N95 mask, either one, uh, but you know it does offer some level of protection. And the worst case, if you're at Ground Zero, uh, you know you're going to see soldiers in protective mask, actually military grade protective mask, and you would probably need one of those also. And this is the question I ask people all the time, having been through the class. And what they'll do is, what I, I've been through a class where they take somebody and they pepper spray them with a mask on, and the guy goes, hey, cool, I don't smell any pepper spray. It doesn't bother me at all. And then it's like, okay, exercise over, take it off. And t- invariably, one or two people just take it off and touch the pepper spray and then touch their face. And all of a sudden, it's like a, a completely different scenario. Their face is on fire. And it's just like you're learning a painful lesson right now, but the next time it could be a deadly lesson. You have to decontaminate. I mean, you have to have – and the decontamination with a mask or protective suits or whatever, you know, they make these Tyvek Type F suits that are basically impervious to every chemical biological thing you can get on. I mean, type, Tyvek Type F suits, we sell them. You can get them anywhere. So, um, But you have to decontaminate that before you go further. And what I've seen is people have gone ahead and bought a little kiddie pool from, like, uh, Walmart, and then when they get in there and they just have another person decontaminated with that ammonium chloride solution, they stand in the pool so that their feet are decontaminated. Decontaminated, you know, their, their their gloves are decontaminated, the mask is decontaminated, and then they, you can take it off. But if, if you're very serious about it, if you're a ground zero of a disease, that's going to be horrible. Like a, maybe some type of airborne, you know, disease that it causes lethality. Um, you're going to want to take every precaution you can. You only get one chance to do it right. If you do it wrong, not only does it contaminate you, but anybody else in your household, and then you know you're. A, you would probably, if somebody knows about it, you would probably hauled off somewhere to die. I mean, they probably won't leave you in your home. They'll probably just haul everybody off and, you know, take them somewhere where they can quarantine them and try to try to corral the disease. That's if they wanted to do it or if they wanted to spread. I, I don't know. But again, we have to go back to the point. Does Nancy Pelosi, do these Democrats know? Are they ignorant of what disease vectoring is and how deadly these diseases are? I, I have to say is as dumb as she comes off at times, you know, reading and can't keep on script and for one second. I mean, but she has to know how deadly these diseases are. And so what's her response? Well, let's let more of them in. Now, that's not the response of a person who has your best interest in heart. So you have to realize there are people in our government that are absolutely working to bring about this catastrophe upon us. I mean, Dave, if somebody can give me another credible explanation of how 
educated people can allow this to come into our country knowing that the absolute catastrophic results it can bring about and they don't have nefarious purposes, I would be all ears to hear it. Would you? Well, I would not only hear it, I would want to help process it and categorize it because that information exists. But, Bob, when we're looking at the situation, we are at zero hour right now. When I get a memo that was sent to me by a DEA agent I've known for five years, and on the memo, it was tracking Sinaloa cartel movements in Northern California. But at the bottom of the memo, someone stuck this in there because they wanted this to be out. Three Congolese AIDS positive people released. And I'm paraphrasing now because it's been a few weeks since I've seen the memo. We're doing this to ourselves. And, and, and I'll tell you this. And I'm going to tell you, I'm going to make the allegation right here on air. I have studied the cartel movements in detail this spring. I've studied the Cali cartel, the Medellin cartel, and the Sinaloa cartel. I know how they started. I know how they did business. I've got their business models. I'm preparing a multi-part series on this. And I'm going to say this to you. You don't get anywhere with these cartels unless you have compromised law enforcement and politicians. And the very people that got compromised in Colombia and Mexico and so forth, the same positions are being compromised in America. You, you, on one hand, you've got Nancy Pelosi, you know, being a, a congressperson from a state in which you have 54 straight city blocks of homeless people. And she lives in a mansion that has a wall, a wall similar to what she would deny us to keep these people out of our country that are bringing infestations and poverty. Yeah, and then what happened when people were dropped off at her uh, estate? They, they, she called the police and had them arrested. I mean, you know, it's like, oh my gosh, you can't even make this stuff up. But I want to read something else from Dr. Drew in this interview with Laura Ingram. He told her, this is what he told Laura Ingram, I don't think you get how dire this is. I'm telling you as a physician, like I'm standing on a railroad track saying the bridge is out, this could be a very serious summer. And then she goes, but where are the politicians? The liberal politicians in California care about people. He says they are negligent, disgustingly negligent. It's almost like I was driving over and thought, do they really want people in the streets to die? Is it really like that? Do they even care if they die? That's what he said. I mean, again, this isn't Steve Quayle. I mean, God bless Steve Quayle because I love him as a brother. Um, it isn't me. It isn't you. It isn't the Hagman's. It's not Doc. Uh, it's not um, Mike Adams saying this. Um, I guess Doctor Drew's going to get banned on Facebook for saying this, but you know, it's what he said. He will get banned. There's no question. They're banning you for everything. I mean, when we do this broadcast and I process it, and Facebook is usually one of the places I go with it. I'll put on there something like preparation for the diseases that have emerged. Instant demonetization, if not outright banning, and that's that's it, what we're facing today. And, and that's see what they're doing is this is this is the this is the final nail in the coffin. You know, uh, as I said earlier in your program, you, you, you know, when I, I think there's a good chance if they do try an assassination attempt, it'll be against uh, Trump and Pence together. Even though Trump has really upset me recently with his call for banning, which I will mention, Dave, if they they want to ban suppressors because somebody uses a suppressor in a crime, what are they going to do with, with night vision if they want to, somebody uses night vision in a crime? I mean, <laughs> you take that for what it's worth. But, I mean, you know, what, what the alternate media does 
It's like the Kennedy assassination could never happen today the way it happened in 1963 or 62, 63. 63. If, yeah, if... Um, if the alternate media was there. I mean, you know, the, the regular news media would be saying, yeah, the propellers fell off Air Force One today and the president crashed and, you know, people go, Air Force One have propellers? I mean, and, and that's the narrative. And I'm being facetious right now, but I mean, that's the, that's the narrative to be fed and nobody will question it. Alternate media won't be there to say, listen, Air Force One doesn't have propellers. It has jet engines. They'll be gone. You know, what did uh, Martin Niemöller say? You know, when they came for the Catholics, I did nothing. When they came for the Jews, I did nothing. When they came for the that's disabled. I did nothing. I'm paraphrasing this a little bit. When they came for me, there was no one left to do anything. When I mean, when Mike Adams is banned, I mean, just and, and the valuable resource he is in giving people medical information, what they can do, and not take the chemicals that, that kill our bodies, and alternate means of curing ourselves, and and you know, and Steve, and, and you know, all these other people are banned because they're just telling the truth. When that is all wrapped up. And we have basically the Soviet-style news media in this country, Tass and Pravda, and they used to say in the truth there's no news, Tass and Pravda mean truth and news, and the truth there's no news, and in the news there's no truth. You know, Dave, I was watching the HBO miniseries on, on uh, Chernobyl. I recommend everybody to watch that, and how the government did everything it could to protect itself. At first they said, oh, it's just a minor little incident. I mean, and it, it came out to where radiation spread over the continent, and they, and they begrudgingly had to admit it. But they tried everything they could to hide and cover it up. And, I mean, it's no different than what will happen in this country. It's no different. And if anybody thinks it's different, you, you don't understand the nature of the state. The state is in business, for one thing, to provide for the state. Um, and that's what it's there for. It's not, it's not what it's supposed to be for, but that's what it's evolved into. So, again, protective masks, uh, a caution here, and I just please listen to this. Do not put a protective mask a negative pressure, meaning you have to use your lungs, on a child. There's a good chance that child will suffocate um, because they do not have the lung capacity to pull air in across that filter media with their lungs themselves. You have to use what's called a positive pressure mask. That's a mask that has a little clip-on device or a battery-operated fan in it that actually sucks the air in and blows it into the mask. They have things for babies, baby rangers. They have junior rangers for for, for, for children. We actually have masks now that uh, we, we got a, a bunch of them from Israel that have, it's actually the mask and hood, everything already incorporated. So I do a screw the filter so it covers your whole head, your ears, your eyes. Everything's protected. Uh, it uses a standard 40-millimeter NATO filter, and we're actually including a clip-on positive pressure blower for it. People don't ever think, I've got to go to sleep, and I might have to sleep with a mask on. If you sleep with a negative pressure mask on, meaning you're just using your lungs, I promise you one thing, you're going to probably get sleep apnea You'll, You're just because you just get dead, just enough resistance to, to breathing that when you're asleep, you just stop breathing. You wake up panicked. I'm sure probably anybody who's ever had that happen to them knows how bad that is, but with a positive pressure blower. It's actually blowing the air into you. It uses four CR123 batteries. You can get rechargeable from Amazon so you can keep them swapped out, you know, solar charge them. I always get that question, Dave. Um, well, what happens when your batteries run out? Well, you buy rechargeable batteries. 
and use the solar and sun to recharge them so that you have two or three cycles of batteries you can keep it going because they don't run about eight hours on a set of batteries. So I wouldn't want to have double that. I'd want to have, you know, um, eight hours. That's three sets for one day. I'd probably want to have at least two days of batteries to run the thing with and keep them out, keep them charged. Um, but especially with children. And then, you know, if you've needed it, keep in mind it has to be contamin- decontaminated. It is absolutely crucial people learn those skills of decontamination. You have to do it. I, what I, the way I was told to do it is you decontaminate once, wait 10 to 15 minutes, decontaminate again, wait 10 to 15 minutes. That allows the chemical agents to work. And then decontaminate again three times. And then you can take your protective equipment off. But that way, you, you know, you, you give it time to do its job. You kill what's on the outside. You clean it off. You, you, you take care of it. Because again, it's you. You can have a deadly error if you do not do it in that manner. But Dave, I, I, again, I think um, if, if this isn't if this isn't the breaking point, we can see as the illustration I gave earlier of that parabolic curve. I mean, I don't think anybody realized how quickly America went from in 2000 to where we're at today, 2019. The level of depravity we've seen has grown so exponential in these in these two decades, and it's just accelerating. I mean, again, I fully expect pedophilia to be a, a, a thing that's virtually... Well, we're already seeing understand. it bootstrap, Bob, because with yeah, pedophilia... Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Let me give you an example. It's, it, it, there are states now trying to pass legislation. It's okay for an adult male to have sex with a child down to the age of 14. That's being proposed. So when does yeah, it know, become 12? When does it become 8? When does it become there's no age? I mean, you, you think of the insanity. I, I, I saw a story the other day. Parents are gender reassigning their newborn babies. I mean, Dave, this is demonic insanity. I mean, if, I mean, gosh, a mother, you know, what do they call it, oxytocin? That's the mother bear hormone. Then when a mother has a child, that, that hormone's released, and it's just like, you touch my baby, and I'll rip your face off. Um, now, these mothers are sitting there, and the Bible talks about unnatural affection in the, in the latter time. I mean, I'm going to cut Johnny's penis off, excuse me, and make him a girl. I mean, it, it, we can't, I can't even fathom that, Dave. I can't even fathom it. No, I, I, um, and, and forgive me if that language is, is offensive to people. Forgive me, but it's what is being proposed and what is being done. Yes. There's no question. So, again, we need to take this seriously. God is gracious. He's merciful. He's loving, but he does not tolerate sin. And so if we are discerning Christians, we're going to get our heart right with him. And two, we're going to prayerfully consider, Lord, what do you want me to do? There might be people, God says, I want you footloose and fancy free so you can do whatever you need to do. But if you have a family, if you have, you know, daughters and sons and a wife, you have, as a head of a household, you have to seriously ask yourself, what am I going to do? What am I willing to do? What am I willing to engage and barter with in order to feed myself and my family? And historically, I know the answer to it. I'm not going to say it, but historically, I know what you'll do. Um, and do you want to be in that position? Or do you want to be in a position to say, you know, I have some breathing room here. I, I, I was prudent. I put some stuff away. I, um, I, can, I can, you know, weather a storm here for a while. I, I recommend a year at least. Um, I can weather this storm and my family uh, will be intact. 
I can defend my family. And my, my big concern, Dave, also is that I'm, I'm just saying this is when Trump said that about suppressors, and a suppressor doesn't it doesn't improve somebody's ability to shoot people. It just and it doesn't. People have a misconception about suppressors. I I have I have suppressors, um, and legally, and um, you know when I shoot a. Two two three five five six round with a suppressed weapon. It's still breaking the sound barrier threefold over. It's making a crack. You hear it. It's about the. It, they say it's about the same loudness of, of a, as an ambulance siren. It just doesn't hurt your ears as bad. So it's not silent. I mean, it's not. It it still makes noise, but it just makes it more comfortable to shoot. But my question is, if 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 they do somehow ban suppressors, which there's ten million of them owned in this country, how would they take them away from people who've spent you know God knows how much money on them? I mean, an average suppressor is probably about a thousand bucks plus the $200 tax stamp from the USG. Um, what are they going to do if somebody takes a, a pair of night vision and goes on a night shooting spree with, with an infrared laser? I mean, and again, they, they'll set that up. They'll, they'll do it. I mean, they'll have people get night vision and go out and do it just so they can say, we need to ban this stuff. You know, people are using radio communication for nefarious purposes. They're organizing with it. They're orchestrating with it. We need to ban it. We need to shut down ham radio. And they've done it before. I mean, during World War II, ham radio was shut down. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. Let's get down to brass tacks, though. Okay, so we've got this bioterror threat going through America, and you have one of the most notable uh, prepping institutions in the country. What are you going to tell people when they call you and say, okay, I heard you on the Common Sense Show, Bob. Um, you got a couple of minutes to do this. we got about two minutes left in this broadcast. Tell them what they need to have. Ammonium chloride. I would have protective masks. If I lived in a big city, I would consider protective suits. I would have a. I would definitely also have a radiation meter because that's the other thing. Is there's so much radiological material gone? I fully a, a dirty bomb issue could be totally possible. Uh, a good radiation meter and beware of the uh, yellow big surplus ones from the 1960s and 70s that you can find on eBay for 25 bucks. I can promise you the the detecting tube in them does not work. Um, they they do they circuit check, but they are not any good. You, you're gonna pay. You, you're not gonna get it for 25 dollars. So buyer beware on that. But I would have a radiation meter. But I would. Uh, uh, again, the ammonium chloride, probably protective suit. I would have a positive pressure blower mask. If they have babies, if they have uh, adult uh, children, then um, you can um, buy the protective equipment, especially made for babies and, and juniors. So I, I would I would really think about having that um, on hand so that you don't have to get it. Because, Dave, we've had some alarms in the past, and I can promise you, it's like when Fukushima went off, you couldn't get potassium iodate for months. Every bit of it was gone. You couldn't buy a radiation meter for six months. They were all bought up. I mean, so ammonium chloride will disappear immediately. The government will get it all because they'll want to use it for decontamination. It's, like I said, the best you can get. So um, if you don't pre-position this, if you don't pre-purchase it, then your chances of getting it during a um, catastrophe, if you can get it, it will come with great cost and probably more compromised cost. Does uh, When you see the spreading of these disease organisms, does self-quarantining ahead of time help? Absolutely. I mean, absolutely. I mean, don't go out. Don't don't go out with people because that's the way it's gonna it's gonna be transmitted. I mean, it might be pet born. So if you have a pet that runs around outside, I mean, I'm, you know, he does not come inside. You don't want to pet the dog at that point. I mean, you have to think like a germ, and a germs are very very smart, yeah. and there's a, there's lots of them. 
So, um, and it only takes like with smallpox, it, it, a part of a virus, a part of a smallpox virus can can infect you. I mean, Absolutely. some of it's that virulent. Well, Bob, we're so, out of time, I, my friend, and I wanted to just make sure that uh, we got in as much as we could because this has been a public service broadcast here on the Common Sense Show because this could go down at any time. Bob, again, it's readymaderesources.com. Please give out your 800 number. And I'm glad to talk to people that call me. And I trust me, we will not sit there and say, bend your arm behind your back type sales. We just tell you the needs, what it is, and you can make okay. your own decisions. So, Bob, that number 800. is? 800-627-3809. Okay, 627-3809. My friend, we are out of time. Thank you for coming on in short notice and updating our audience. Thank you so much, Bob Griswold, Ready Made Resources. Stay tuned. We'll be back. Thank you, sir.